Welcome back to the Coins and Connections podcast, where we explore all things books, business, and bullshit. My favorite bees. I'm your host, the Fairy Coin Mother, Cinquanta Cocksmith of www.cinquantacocksmith.com. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Coins and Connections podcast, season seven, episode one. It is your girl, Cinquanta Cocksmith, and we are back for the season premiere. Wow. (laughs) I am always excited just to get back into the swing of things season after season. But as you guys know, this will be my final season. Now, like I said in the season seven trailer, this will not be the end of the podcast, but this will be the final season and format of the podcast. Today, I am going to talk a little bit more about my merch by Amazon experience in the season six finale. I did tell you guys that I was booted off of Amazon merch for the very first time and I have been missing it dearly. Of course, I have been missing that nice check. It's only been like a month since I have not had a check from Amazon Merch and I'm sick, I'm sick. I can't take it, I need my coins. Now, that's not saying that I have not been able to recoup you know, those funds in different type of income source (laughs) things in my business. But of course, when you get comfortable, you like look forward to it every month. And this is the first month that I haven't had it. And I'm like, nah, dog, I need to get back on merch. We're going to dive into that. I have some dates and timeframes for you. And then I also have some information about how I am trying to get back on merch things that you should look out for and things that you can do too. Of course, I am coming back with season seven with the video and audio podcast so you guys can see my lovely face over on YouTube. And if you have been listening on audio only, you still get that great quality. I done blinged out my mic. I got my purple nails. I done blinged out my headphones. If you want to see all of that, make sure you go head over on to youtube.com backslash smileyquanta and welcome back bitches we back season seven let's go and you know what time it is it's time for our rapid fire questions of the day the rapid fire questions of the day (laughs) so the rapid fire questions of the day y'all know I got my handy dandy paperwork with me so I can make sure I get through this episode fairly quick, but at the same time, organized. The first rapid fire question is, what do you get every time you go grocery shopping? One of the things that I get every single time that I go grocery shopping is the Bali coconut water. Like I love that coconut water. Lately, what I've been getting every purchase and I've done delivery and I've been doing grocery pickup was these butter croissants. They're huge. These butter croissants from H-E-B. For some reason, they taste so delicious. I don't even let anyone touch them. I'm the only one in the house that be eating on them croissants. It's my croissants and I want it now. The second rapid fire question of the day is, what chore do you absolutely hate doing? And for me, it's dishes. That's why they invented dishwashers, okay? That's 
why they invented dishwashers. I've hated washing dishes since I was a kid, a teenager. I would hate to wash dishes. Now, I can't really get too upset because my kids don't like washing dishes. They probably got it from me. And my second one would be probably folding clothes. Like I'll wash clothes all day, but when it comes time to fold them and put them up, I wanna disappear, okay? I don't want to do it. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into our topic today, Merch by Amazon. I believe I got on Merch by Amazon somewhere between 2016 and 2017. Don't quote me on that, but I know it was a while ago and I've only ever had one account. Now I have had two accounts on KDP and then on other uh, sites. And let me tell y'all something. I just noticed the whole time I've been looking over here when my camera is really over here. So I apologize for that. <laughs> Merch by Amazon. I do have a little bit of details for you guys that I wrote in my phone. Originally, I was terminated on August 1st and then I created a new account. I tried to sign up for another account before I knew some tea. And then I was declined for that new account on August 21st. I went to reapply on September 13th and then I was denied again on September 24th. Then I reapplied on 9-28, September 28th, and currently I am waiting. Eventually I will update you guys either in a YouTube video or just talking about it throughout an episode, but I'm currently waiting. I have not dealt well <laughs> with this rejection as I said in the intro. It has definitely been a chunk of my winning income. KDP used to be my top source, but because I have not been uploading as much as I used to, it did dwindle down and Merch by Amazon became one of my highest earning income sources. I believe my highest month was two or $3,000 and it was growing and it was consistently over 500 plus every single month. Now, of course you do have those dull months where you just don't make a lot of money. I had one month where I was like, oh my gosh, $300? Let me upload some stuff. Mind you, I don't really do trends. Every now and then I'll hop on a trend that I can see that can coincide with my main or evergreen designs in print-on-demand brands, but normally I just stay away from trends. Now going into 2022, Trust and believe I've learned my lesson and I am going to jump on trends. I am going to try to flip it, reverse it. <laughs> you're how Missy saying you're in the position. If you're in the position, y'all know what I'm saying. But I am going to try my best to do that. But also, I need to try my best to get a new merch account. I've been talking to my guy Nick, and he's been kind of trying to talk me through it. We've talked about creating a new EIN number, a whole new brand. We've also talked about making sure I apply away from my home, making sure my, even if I need to use a VPN, I'm not gonna go that in depth. I do have different computers in my house, so I can use a different computer, my phone, my iPad, or whatever and use a different Wi-Fi service from someplace else to sign up for merch. Now, I don't know if that's illegal, but I have other people in my house whose name and social security numbers that I can use to start a business because my kids already get paid from my business. It wouldn't be a far stretch or anything illegal. I am not gonna tell y'all to ever, 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 ever do anything illegal. That is just not how I roll. I don't like the IRS, stay out of my business, leave me alone. I pay my tax, but 
I have definitely been sick about this. My goal is to go ahead and secure a new merch account. And when I do, don't worry, I'm going to shout it from the world. Maybe or maybe not because I don't need them watching me. And I am ready with my designs that were winning on merch that didn't have any infringements or things like that to go ahead and put them back on the map so they can start making me money again. I truly, truly miss that source of income. Now, things that you should do to prepare yourself is making sure you're not following trends that are risky. Stay away from things that you think are infringement like Disney characters, basketball players, or anything like that. When trends get popular and things go viral, a lot of those artists or celebrities or just regular, regular people try to go and get it trademarked. They start at the state level because they don't know any better. You do you have a chance to ride some viral trends until it becomes trademark. I'm gonna tell you right now, trademarking takes about nine months to a year. I am still waiting on my registration paper, but my trademark is ready and it's supposed to be active. And anybody who wanna come for coins and connections know that we trademark. When y'all up in my videos, trying to steal my content, trying to copy my stuff off of Instagram and off my stores, know that I will come for you, boo, okay? That's what I paid my money for to secure and protect my brain. Now, should you have two merch accounts? <laughs> I truly feel that that's up to you. If you know that you're sliding down a slippery slope with some of the designs and things that you create on your merch account, I would say secure a second account just to be on the safe side, just to have a backup. But you can't do the first and second account dirty. You can't be, you know, riding dirty on both accounts. That's just something you cannot do. My goal is to secure a new account before we move into 2020 so I can get back to uploading and I can get back to seeing what new things that merch have, testing the quality. I did not get to order the pillowcase or the tote bag from Amazon merch and I'm super sad about that. I will possibly one day shop with somebody else I know who has a merch store, but it would have been great to just shop with myself See the quality of my products as well and i'm sure in the future merch by amazon will roll out new products again if you not if you don't know what merch by amazon is it is a print-on-demand site that is powered by amazon that means you are invited only it's like an application process to get approved that you have to go through and you can or cannot already have a website make sure you read all of the policies and things like that so you're not infringing on anyone's rights make sure you do your research on the niches you get in through they do um, have like a tier system and a daily uploads specs that are put in place. I haven't been on there. I'm sure things will change in the meantime since I've been off, but I'm just going off of what I've done before and how I've navigated the website in the past. I hope I have provided some things that you can learn from me about Merch by Amazon. And if there's some new things that will help you to further your career on Merch by Amazon, I hope my experience has helped you out. This segment is called Q Money Bags Style of the Week. We are going to get into our Q Money Bags Style of the Week. And today I want to talk about a situation that recently happened with me and one of my friends. We're going to talk about firing a client. And if you ladies are watching who I fired, good riddance to you. And I hope this is a big lesson for you as well. And as for me, I have this big blue word on my board over there that says, no side clients 
And every time you tell yourself you're not going to do something and you go and do it and you realize every time that you go back on your word, shit hits the fan. And that's pretty much what happened to me. I was contacted to be a project manager for a journal uh, business. They want me to help them take it from, you know, their idea to finish, right? Right. Okay. You know, I downplayed my price. That's one. I took half up front of the price. Normally my clients who I work with for a month and that's all I have to offer. I have 30 days and a set price. And this is something that I always talk about up front. You want to work with me? I do 30 days max and I normally do 30 days of support. That means after we finish your product in 30 days, the only thing you will get from me is support. If I could do a quick video, I can answer questions by email, but I will no longer log into your account. I will no longer touch your products. You are on your own. But in that process, in my 30 days, anything that comes up, I normally record a video to show you so you can sustain your business and go through it, you know, without me. I'm not a hand holder. I do not like holding hands. I'm super excited about this project manager thing. I brought my girl on to be the designer for the project and it sounded like it was really good. But within the first week, I was stressed out. I was like, uh-uh, I don't like this. First of all, when you hire somebody to be a project manager, that means you're hiring them because they have the experience that you don't have and you want them to tell you what to do. Now in that range, I have no issues with telling anyone what to do, how to do it, and when they need to do it. I give advice I can give from my knowledge. Now, when you don't tell me everything up front, then it's hard for me to give you a full scope of what we're gonna go down with. And that was the issue. I did not know the entire depths of their desires, what they wanted for this journal. I was trying, as a journal expert, I was trying my best to give them the cheapest option because obviously if I went down on my price, I was able to negotiate with my friend to go down on her price, your budget wasn't a lot. And that was also an issue with me. I can never get a clear number of what the budget was. It was always this whole circle of talking about we want to recoup our costs, but it was never a, my budget is $2,000, boom. If I know your strict budget, I can work within that. But if you don't want to go the cheaper route, what's in your budget, I can't help you. Simple, I know your budget, I can offer what you can get in that budget. And then if you don't like that, then you need to up your budget. I can't make these businesses change their prices because your budget doesn't fit the price. With that being said, it stressed me out. The project wasn't moving along as fast as I needed it to. Things were not done. We were in week three dealing with things from week one, like ISBN numbers, nailing down a platform. And it just became really stressful. And it made me question, am I capable? Is my ability not up to par? I tried to be firm. I tried to be clear. I tried to be uh, direct, but I really feel like my clients were delusional. <laughs> and if you guys see this video and if you hear this podcast, I am talking to you. What you wanted was impossible for the budget. So me being me, I fired my clients, I disengaged from the project, and I sent them all of their money back. All. That's how you know. Because I'm about my coins. I sent all of their money back. <laughs> and I disengaged 
and I ended and terminated the contract because I was like physically getting anxiety from the situation and it was draining me like I had to sage I had to pray and I had conversations with my friend like we are the same sign we just had this thing where we were like are we tripping like we felt like we were in a twilight zone and mind you I taught her just about almost everything she knows about the journal business and she's created a business herself she designs for other clients and I've been helping and coaching people for the past three to four years on how to create a journal and print-on-demand business I know myself I've never dealt with a client and it wasn't one client it was two clients so just imagine two different personalities trying to work on one project and it just got to the point where they were questioning why I don't work on the weekends. Like my business hours has nothing to do with your project, especially if I completed and replied to things when they needed to be replied to. I didn't like that. You can't tell me that you're not satisfied with me working 30 days when initially I said, this contract is for 30 days. You can't pay me my full price. I'm only staying on 30 days as I normally would. I could have said, we gonna only do this three weeks for, for half the amount of money that I got. I've done that before. I told somebody, nah, we gonna work for three weeks because I changed my price. And that's that. You can't make me feel bad for what my price is and how I run my business. I don't work for you. I'm the CEO of this. If you are listening to this today and you feel like you took on a client or you took on a project that was not serving you, that brought you anxiety, that made you question your ability, fire that client, terminate the contract, let it go. Depending on how much work you've done so far, refund them their money or refund them half. Me, I did not do, it was more of I'm telling you what to do and I'm giving you what you need. My mom's calling me on FaceTime. <laughs> hey, mother. Hey, you, doing <laughs> you on the podcast. Say hey. Hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> I'm recording for a new episode. <laughs> What's up? Right, call me when you finish. All right. <laughs> if you are in that no, if you're in that situation, let it go. And of course, I was more of an authority type and I had to tell them what to do, tell them the deadlines, tell them when things needed to be done. It was easy for me to walk away because I didn't have anything else that I really needed to deliver to them. I just removed myself from the situation and they called themselves to fire my friend as a designer when she was already ready to quit. I actually told her to quit. I was like, just give them half their money back. And let it go i hope you guys enjoyed this bang of a season premiere for season seven of the coins and connections podcast and until next time thank you so much for listening and subscribing to the coins and connections podcast don't forget to leave a review and join the conversation over on facebook and instagram using the hashtag coins and connections Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Smith and at Coins and Connections. You can shop all merch at www.coinsandconnections.com. I love you more than I love this podcast. Peace.